podcast time. Group on group of friends. We'll talk about fairy days and lands. We met the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And we are here recording... Oh, what are we doing? Adventure Time podcast. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm a little foggy brained right now. Uh, we're it's just ra- so, so hard to keep track of all these podcasts we do. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah, so we're recording all these cool things, shows, podcasts, um, rate and reviewing all the episodes of Adventure Time from the beginning to the end. Oh yeah. Yeah, Matt, how you been? Pretty good. I was just uh, I was just thinking about something. Oh, what were you thinking about? You ever listen to a podcast? You've listened to one for a long time, and you have a very clear image in your head of what the hosts look like. Yeah. And then you go into social media and see what they actually look like, and you're like, "Did not see that coming." No. Really? <laughs> I've never done that. Oh wow. Okay, I do that all the time. Have you? Yeah. It, it makes me wonder if people ever wonder what we look like, and then they have this completely different picture in their head. Yeah. And I mean, we post pictures. We've been posting a lot of pictures of us cooking and baking at home. Yeah. And snail watching. I mean, anybody who sees us on social media or follows us on social media sees our mugs all the time. Yep. But yeah, I could see it. I mean, I think of like radio personalities and then you see them, you're like, that is not what I had pictured in my mind. Yeah, totally. Yeah. To- I-, I get that. I totally get that concept. Anyway, I'm pretty good. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Awesome. Just woke up from a nap. Yeah, we did, and it was great. It was a great nap. It was a great nap. I took a mental health day today, so I was getting a little stressed out from work, and I was able to take a day off and just rest and recharge and get a bunch of things done that I needed to get done and still have a bunch to do, but um, even so, it was just a really good day to do all the things. Yeah, it's been a pretty swell day so far. Yeah, it's been pretty swell. Yeah. Any exciting plans for the weekend? Um. Well, you and I are running five miles tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> We're going to die, but that's cool. That's right. um, Basically, any plans you have for the weekend, I also have for the weekend. Yeah, that's, well, yeah, yeah. I got a bunch of paperwork stuff I got to get done. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. It will be a good time. We talked about in one of our previous uh, episodes that we were going to do some um, 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 tie-dyeing, and we're, we're working on picking out our shirts and going to do that either tonight or tomorrow. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome. I haven't tie-dyed anything since, like, middle school. Well, I just learned how to tie-dye, and so I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I'm really excited, too. Tie-dye is so funny. It's, like, cool in certain areas and then not cool, and then for some things it's, like, only cool if you're, like, 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was talking to Matt yesterday. We were on a walk, and I was like, you going to buy a hemp necklace to go with that? <laughs> I said, no, my uh, my early 20s are over. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, it looked like a, re- a rejected Backstreet Boy. He did. Uh, he totally looked like it. He has his, like... <laughs> I had the goatee and diet, like, frosted tips. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> 20-year-old Matt was... The worst. <laughs> something else. Strapped my guitar to my back, playing Wonderwall everywhere I went. I didn't do that, but... <laughs> Might as well. No, he played Nirvana. Nirvana. <laughs> so, uh, oh, Pendleton Ward, creator yes. of Adventure Time. His new series is getting pretty good reviews. Uh, Midnight Gospel, apparently yeah. not not a kid-friendly show. Oh, okay. But uh, they say, uh, I think one of the articles I read about it, the title was, Not Just Adventure Time for Grown-Ups, Much Weirder. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm going to have to check it out at some point this week. Yeah, for real. 
Yeah. Maybe we should check that out. Also, what we do in the shadows, their second season has been released onto Hulu, so that's really cool. Yeah, that's where or we watch it. Or it started, right? Like it started from on FX, and then they release it onto Hulu after it plays. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna watch some of that tonight. Love that. That's if you haven't, night. if you haven't seen what you do in the what we do in the shadows, it's pretty uh pretty fun, and it's it's right up our our interest alley of things to watch. So quirky humor. Definitely check it out. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of quirky humor. Tonight's episode of Adventure Time, very quirky. Very. Should we get to it? Let's do it. All right. We are covering season three, episode five, Too Young, and season three, episode six, The Monster. Yes, that one. Yeah. I was going to say still, you are totally right. I'm always right, Matt. You are always right. All right. Too Young, IMDb rating of 8.5. I wonder if that's because of Lemon Grab. Yeah, probably. The introduction of a beloved character. Overall number is number 57. Directed by Larry Larry Leachlider, Cole Sanchez. Written and storyboarded by Tom Herpich and Jesse Mahoynihan. Original air date, August 8th, 2011. And 2.09 million U.S. viewers. Not bad at all. Nope. The title card shows uh, 13-year-old Finn and 13-year-old Bonnabelle, or Princess Bubblegum. What do you say they're doing here? They're, They're caressing each other's face, and, looking into each other's eyes lovingly. Surrounded by lemon trees. Yeah. Nice little touch there. Yeah. It's pretty legit. Let's get some pretty font. So in the beginning of this episode, Finn is in the Candy Kingdom on a quote-unquote date with 13-year-old Princess Bubblegum. Finn calls Jake, who's at the tree fort, playing a game on BMO. Jake gives Finn some advice for his date and then hangs up to continue his video game. Princess Bubblegum asks Finn to test an instant bath serum that makes the user sweat cleaning agents. You'd probably like that. What do you think? I don't know. Would you? I think I would, yeah. You know, I, I take forever in the bathroom in the morning. You do? So, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you do. You're kind of a diva in the bathroom. I am a bathroom diva. But I feel like that would save so much time. It's like if you didn't have to sleep. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> but the serum ends I up I like being, sleeping. Sleeping's good. I like sleeping while I'm sleeping, but I fight sleep like a child. You do. You I'm totally like, do. Yeah. You're like stamping my foot down. You stay up as late as you can, and then you wonder why it's hard to get up in the morning. I'm like, I can't. I'm just really bad at getting up. <laughs> yes, that's exactly. It's like, I'm just bad at waking up. I'm like, no, you just stayed up till two in the morning, and then it's eight o'clock in the morning, and yeah, you're wondering why you're tired. But it's not my fault. <laughs> that's, that's my morning voice right there. Okay. So afterwards, Manfred, the talking pinata, announces the arrival of the Earl of Lemongrab, voiced by Justin Roiland, who is Rick and Morty. And he arrives on his lemon camel and believes that the Candy Kingdom is in unacceptable condition. I'm not going to do his voice. And asserts that he'll take control of the Candy Kingdom until the princess turns 18 again because she's too young to rule the kingdom. Though Finn protests, Lemon Grab apparently has this right. So being the creation of PB from a failed experiment, he assumes the right as the next heir to the throne. I don't know how that makes sense, but that's what the story is and they're sticking to it. Having He had been created for the sole purpose of fulfilling royal duties if PB herself became unable to do so. A high-strung, strict, overzealous, and true to his name and shape, sour individual, he sentences members of the castle staff to the dungeon with little, no provocation. Yeah, it's funny because, like, the amount of time that he sentences changes constantly. He'd be like, ten years dungeon, seven years no trials. And, like, at one point, Starchy was like... If I ever return. Yeah, he's super dramatic about having to be in the dungeon for like three hours or something. Yeah. and No! 
that makes me wonder what's happening in that dungeon that people are so afraid of. Remember that like chain link skeleton to the wall in previous episodes? Yeah. <sighs> well, I wonder also if, if just the, the candy people are so soft that they like any level of punishment is just too much for them to handle. Yeah. Yeah, remember when they would explode at Bad News in the first episode? Yes! No one is exploding here. No, I think they got rid of that. Yeah, I think so too. So Finn and Princess Bubblegum realize that because Lemongrab is the rightful ruler, they must get him to leave the Candy Kingdom on his own accord and attempt a series of pranks to make him leave. The first involves making an intricate machine that lowers an insulting sign for the Earl to read upon waking from his nap, which reads, You really smell like dog buns. And him screaming in the scene is the scene that got me to start watching Adventure Time in the first really? place. Really? Yeah, because I saw a commercial for this episode back in the day, and it's just like the Earl sitting in bed and screaming, and I was like, what is this? <laughs> so I had to check it out. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So Lemon Grab, the Earl, overreacts to this prank immensely, gathering together all of the castle staff and screaming at them to reveal the culprit of this thing. He's like, this thing, this thing, or the prank. When Peppermint Butler informs Lemon Grab that the thing was just a prank for laughs, Lemon Grab attempts to laugh at it but fails and sends Peppermint Butler to the dungeon for 12 years and everyone seven years with no trial. Yeah, when he laughs, his head just like bobs up and down and he's not even smiling. No, not at all. So after seeing that the first prank didn't work, PB becomes disheartened, but Finn reassures her that they just need to keep at it and devise a new prank. So they disguise themselves as ghosts. Approach Lemon Grab in the hallway and punch him in the gut and knock him to the ground, making him cry. So even though Lemon Grab cries after this prank, he tries to laugh it off and he's like, I'm not going anywhere. That's so mean. It is mean. I feel like, really I bad felt for bad. Okay, so Lemon Grab for me is not a desirable character. I would choose, and for those of you who've listened before, I'm going to say something really just might blow your mind. I would rather watch Choose Goose than Lemon Grab. <gasps> I was going to ask you about that. So I'm just going to throw that out there. I know, I know. But I don't like seeing people unnecessarily like hurt and like beat up and things like that. Like that's just, that's not funny to me. And so in that moment, I felt really sad for Lemon Grab. I like Lemon Grab. I, I like Lemon Grab and Choose Goose. Oh, well, you know, I, I, I like the obnoxious humor in this show. Of course. And that's okay. You're allowed to like those things. Consider yourself lucky. Oh? Because unlike <laughs> how I I can't not do a Choose Goose impression when he's in an episode, I will not do Lemon Grab because I don't want our neighbors to pound on our walls. Oh, that's very thoughtful of you. Yeah. I'm glad that's the reason why you don't lose Lemon <laughs> I don't want to scream at the top of my lungs and blow out my microphone. <laughs> so I'm not going to do Lemon Grab. I just don't think you can do Lemon Grab. I can't do Lemon Grab. <laughs> <laughs> So with Lemon Grab not showing any signs of wanting to leave, they run to one of the castle roofs where Finn devises another prank, dripping the spicy serum from earlier onto Lemon Grab's meal and into whatever he tries to soothe the burning with. As you recall from earlier in the episode, the serum to sweat cleaning agents was super, super spice. So, so spice. spice. <laughs> Jinx. By my coke. Damn it. The princess accepts the idea, not without flirting with Finn, by sighing and relaxing on his body. She puts his head on his shoulder. That sentence is really suggestive. Yeah. Which makes him blush and sigh too. So, like, I want to be, like, really, I find this really interesting how they're really ratcheting up the romantical things between Finn and PB in this episode. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it seems like 13-year-old PB is really into Finn. Totally. So having released Peppermint Butler, I keep wanting to call him PB because his initials are also PB. How interesting. Right? Do you think it's a coincidence? I do think it's a coincidence. Okay. So having released Peppermint Butler from the dungeon early because of his lack of knowledge of where food comes from, Finn and Princess Bubblegum hide in the ceiling of Lemongrab's room and prepare to drip the potion into Lemongrab's meal. But Princess Bubblegum, the actual PB... Her aim is off, and she accidentally drips the potion into, into Peppermint Butler's eye, causing him to scream in pain. Oh, poor PB. Yeah, poor PB. <laughs> That's going to get so confusing. Minty PB? Minty PB. <laughs> Princess Bubblegum tries again, this time hitting the food, a plate of mashed carrots, and upon eating it, Lemon Grab turns red, vomits, screams in agony, and falls out of the window. He, like, vomits all over Peppermint Butler. Like, Poor instant. Peppermint Butler. <laughs> like, he just had, like, this searing thing in his eyeball. He takes some punishment. And then he gets vomited on. <laughs> He's like, why are you screaming? He's like, I'm just really excited about this food. <laughs> <laughs> upon crashing to the ground, so um, imagine Lemon Grab falling, careening outside a window and falling head first onto the ground and his head ends up getting shoved into the ground like an ostrich head. He tries to soothe his mouth by eating chocolate dirt, but Princess Bubblegum Bubblegum drips another drop of the potion straight into his mouth, resuming the spiciness. Yeah. So Lemon Grab hurries out of the forest and tries to grab an apple to placate his searing mouth, but grabs an apple from the branch that Finn, PB, and Peppermint Butler are sitting on, causing Peppermint Butler to fall straight into Lemon Grab's mouth, effectively cooling it. So upon seeing who's responsible for the spice bombing prank, he sentences Finn and Princess Bubblegum to one million years dungeon. Inside the dungeon, along with the rest of the castle staff, Finn tries to devise a new prank. Hmm, maybe if we set his butt on fire? Mm-hmm. Question mark. But Princess Bubblegum realizes the only way to get Lemon Grab out of the kingdom is to become 18 again and take back the throne, despite enjoying having been a kid again. Finn appears to be saddened by her decision, but understands that there's no other way to save the Candy Kingdom. Bubblegum then conveys that she needs candy flesh to increase her biomass back to that of an 18-year-old. So the candy people graciously pitch in and offer parts of themselves for her use. They literally just, like, break off parts of their body. So Finn provides the binding agent with his spit. So finishing the process, Finn and Bubblegum are ready to catalyze the pieces with the heat of a whopping love hug. But just before they do, Princess Bubblegum tells Finn she really enjoyed hanging out with him and regrets having to re-age by saying, And I, I wish I could stay like this with you, but... And as they hug, they share their first mutual kiss. Now 18 again, Princess Bubblegum kicks Lemon Grab out of the kingdom and reclaims her throne with the words, Yo, Earl! Hey, you're fired, you butt! He's like... You can hear him screaming. It's hilarious. In the end, Finn and Princess Bubblegum watch Lemon Grab leave the Candy Kingdom on his lemon camel, mumbling angrily to himself. So Finn nervously asks Bubblegum for another hug, and she jokingly reminds him that was like five years ago. So Finn's greatly disappointed and calls Jake, who comforts him with advice conceived from his exploits from the video game he's playing, saying, It's not easy, but you have to be persistent. You might have to defeat a demon lord or warp through several worlds, but once you do... You walk up the wizard's stairs and produce your magic key that you got in the water world and unlock the chamber door. Then you walk right up to the princess and give her a smooch. Does that make any sense? The episode ends with Finn looking up to see a distant Princess Bubblegum in a high tower in the castle as he's thinking of walking up to her, repeating the part of Jake's words about the wizard's stairs. Yeah. So what do you think of this one? Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Lemon Grab is freaky scary. Like, he's not... (laughs) 
he's intense. Yeah, he's a pretty, he's an intense character. He's not going anywhere. I like him. Uh, I think he's he's uh, kind of funny freaky. He's, it's that kind of freaky humor that you get from the show sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was like bad. It was just, it's the show. It's consistent for the show. Mm. I mean, that's the reality of it is like this is what Adventure Time is known for. And I feel like this is a very Adventure Time show. Oh, for yeah, real. absolutely. He reminded me of the soup Nazi from Seinfeld. Mm, I could definitely see that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good point. Mm-hmm. So upon this time watching this episode, I didn't realize how few episodes PB stayed 13. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of would have liked it if that was like a, an arc through this whole season. Yeah, yeah. It would have been cool to have this episode like at the end. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. And that way you had like different trials that she has to go through being a young princess. And yeah. Having to mature again and all that. I don't know. Uh, it just seems like they could have gone somewhere more with that than they did. I do think that uh, Princess Bubblegum was kind of harsh with him. They were like, I don't know, all flirty and stuff. And then as soon as she gets older, they're still hugging. And he's like hugging her torso now instead of hugging like her whole body. Until he pushes them away. She pushes them away. It's like, oh, silly boy. And I was yeah. like, whoa, dude. Whoa. Whoa. Such a silly boy. I thought it was really cool how the candy, like she was putting her people first and like, her castle staff just so willingly gave up pieces of themselves to help her. And I just thought that was a really yep. touching moment in the episode when as soon as like Peppermint Butler, he like pulls off a part of his his peppermint and and then everybody and they ugh, so touching. So yeah, sweet. It is really sweet. I love the whole ending monologue with Jake too. Yeah. Oh this this episode had some really good stuff in it for sure. Yeah. I mean, even though I don't like Lemon Grab, it's still a really good episode. It is It is a good episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm surprised how I don't quite love it as much as some other episodes that we've seen this yeah. season. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is a surprise to me because I remember loving this one, but I, I think it's good. It's just not one of my favorites anymore, I guess. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Anything you didn't like? Uh, no, not really. I, I There really aren't any issues I have with this one. I still think it's a very iconic episode in the series. And it's a good introduction for Lemon Grab, but I actually think that there's better Lemon Grab episodes in the future. Well, any I think this goes back to other characters. Like there's like last week we talked about Marceline or two weeks ago or whatever. Um, and we talked about how her intro episode maybe wasn't as good as other episodes as we've gotten to know her. So yeah. I think I, I think I've seen other Lemon Grab ones that I've liked. And so I don't know. I think it's I think it's a good episode to introduce a character and I really thought that even though he's annoying, I actually thought he, it was a great introduction to him. There's a surprising amount, like with a lot of characters, um, development that happens with Lemon Grab. Like, I think you might actually be surprised with how much of an arc he actually has throughout the show. Oh, I bet. Yep. I'm excited to see it. Because you wouldn't guess it looking at him at first. He seems like a very one-dimensional character. Mm-hmm. But no, he's a complicated guy. Pretty cool. It is. So, Matt, where was the snail? Ooh, the snail was behind the dancing blue candy citizen. Snail Watch 2020. Snail Watch 2020. And there's a fill the face, fill the face, another fill the face. Yeah. Smile. Oh, I mean, I mean smile. <laughs> Man, I dropped I dropped the bowl. <laughs> Sorry, that's an impression of a character Amy hates from Ant-Man. <laughs> we are in like the Flynn. Uh, I quit today. <laughs> Okay. Oh, huh, huh, all of a sudden, I got the black lung pop. Oh, no. I guess I'm not going to be able to finish the podcast today. Oh, drag. <laughs> must have ruined your day. Oh, man. 
All right. So anyway, the fail face is on the system that they create to give uh, Lemon Grab the note that you really smell like hot dog buns. But it, it like doesn't look like there's actually a reason for it to be on there. It's no, just hanging out there. It's just like a disembodied head. Yeah. Just in the middle of this contraption. It's hilarious. Smiling as always. Yep. Yep. So what's your favorite line from this episode? So at the um like right before PB is going to go through the whole process of growing up again. She she says to Finn, being 13 again is baloo balooby and being 18 is all plop dumps and waggle sags. Love it. Yeah. It's a great line. Yeah. You, I feel like you can totally get what those words mean even though they're complete nonsense. Mhm. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. Like How about my, you? My favorite line is that is why I am royal and you are servile. Good job, Matt. Thank you. I love it. And speaking of impressions, you want to give me an impression of a character? Yeah. This is Bimo. Unlike your game, boy. Oh, yeah. Bimo uh, coming in with a. Uh, talking some trash to talking Jake. Talking trash to Jake. Jake's lack of gaming skills. Yeah. I liked it. How about you? I guess I'm going to attempt Lemon Grab again. Just a harmless prank for laughs. <laughs> great job great job people are turning down the volume on their headphones now uh hey guess what we have a bunch of trivia for this uh yeah we do so this episode was nominated for an emmy in 2012 for the category of outstanding short format animated program though it did not win huh yeah that's freaking awesome man that's freaking awesome man man Princess Bubblegum does not require a specific type of candy flush to revert to her real age as she uses pieces from different people of candy. Yeah, that is interesting, isn't it? Yeah, that is really cool. And how is she created? I don't know. I don't know. We might find out at some point. The room in which Lemon Grab is seen eating is partly painted and filled with boxes, probably due to Lemon Grab moving in. Yeah, I was curious about those boxes this time Mm -hmm. watching it. I was like, are those his boxes? All right. Well, that's it for trivia on this one. Yeah. So, do you want to hear what your prediction was for this episode based on its name? Yes. All right. So, Finn tries to do a number of random tasks, but is faced by older people who say, you are too young, and tries to shut them down by doing a series of tasks, one more death-defying than another, show that he isn't too young to be an amazing adventurer. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Creativity? I love that. That sounds like a fun episode. Thanks. I'm going to give that an A++. Ooh. Yep. That's very generous. And as far as how close it was to the actual episode... There is doubt about a character being too young uh-huh. to do the tasks they must do for their title. Yes. But it's not Finn. It's PB. Solid C. A C. Yeah, C. Ooh, that's not very too generous bad, you of know. you. How congenial of you. That starts with a C. Oh, <laughs> man. Okay. I'll give myself a D minus for not catching that. Oh, my goodness. Uh, do you want to predict what our next episode's going to be about based yeah. on its title? Yeah, more than anything. Which is The Monster. Okay, so this is my prediction. A large, hairy monster creating havoc in the Candy Kingdom. As he disrupts the flow, he sheds, leaving hairballs all over the Candy Kingdom. Finn and Jake collaborate with Bimo to design and create a large yarn ball to distract the monster from its destructive past. Nice. It kind of reminds me of the movie Critters. I don't know what that movie is. In a good way. It's, it's great 80s cheese. It's a, it's a fun movie. Oh, nice. I, I love it. You, I like that, though. That's fun. I, yeah. We'll yeah. See. I'll hey, we'll find a, out. A, any last thoughts about this episode? It's iconic, and it's iconic for good reason. I think it's a very memorable episode, mm-hmm. and it's up there. It's a, it's a good one. You know, yeah. it's, it's not as good as I remembered it being, but I still really enjoyed it. How about you? 
I liked it. I don't like Lemon Grab because he's annoying, but um, I, I like how again, we're introducing like new. This was such a creative way to introduce a new character. Yeah. That we're going to have come back. And I, I just, um, I do like it. I, I thought that the story between PB and Finn was good. And even though PB is kind of mean, I don't really like how she treats him, but whatever. Definitely would watch this episode again. Cool. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. 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 All right. Should we get on to the next uh, episode? Let's do it. All right. We're going to talk about season three, episode six, The Monster. The Monster. The Monster, IMDb rating of 7.2. Overall episode number 58. Directed by Alara Leachleiter, Cole Sanchez. Um, written and storyboarded by Kent Osborne and Sam LeVay, Ziaphone. Original air date was August 15th, 2011, and had 2.24 million U.S. viewers. 7.2, you said, on IMDb? <laughs> That's uh, funny. Yeah. Cool. Uh, the title card shows Lumpy Space Princess looking frightened in the woods surrounded by wolves. Yeah. Yeah. She looks really scared. She does look really scared. So, funny thing about this episode, on mm. Hulu, it's not there. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Fiona and Cake episode. We had to find this elsewhere. Yes, we did. It was a little disruptive to our process. It was, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this episode begins with Finn, Jake, and Bemo sitting on the front step of the tree fort, singing We're Finn and Jake, in tune with a beat coming from Bemo before Finn scares a flock of crows in a nearby forest by screaming, Pizza! Oh, yeah. (laughs) Finn and Jake then receive a message from the Lumpy Space King and Lumpy Space Queen who requests help from the pair to find their daughter, Lumpy Space Princess, lovingly known as LSP. She has run away from home, as we have known from previous episodes, and they are asking them to bring her a basket of homemade sandwiches as well. You know what this is? This is a continuation of a story arc. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it totally is. I don't know why I said it like that. I don't know why you did either. So after Finn and Jake accept the request... It's arcing. <laughs> it's arcing it's amazing. Arc- the show is arcing amazing. <laughs> yeah. So after Finn and Jake accept their request, they find a whole group of fat villagers... <laughs> fat villagers wow. who have a problem with a monster eating their crops. The villagers lead Finn and Jake to a windmill where the, where the monster resides. After they enter, Finn and Jake realize that the monster is really Lumpy Space Princess. <laughs> Seems about right. <laughs> I remember when I saw this, I was like, oh, yeah. That's, of course. Yep. Finn asks if she was making out with the monster, and she says, no, I am the monster. So Lumpy Space Princess receives the sandwiches and proceeds to tell Finn and Jake her story. Lumpy Space Princess ran away from home because of an argument with her parents. She was cold, hungry, and wandering in the woods searching for shelter when it started raining. Wolves found her and raised her as their own. She told them that they were ordinary wolves, but she could understand them through their body language. (laughs) So Lumpy Space Princess lives happily with the wolves for a time. But when she sees two wolves that she calls Jessica and Stephanie... Supposedly making out with Mark behind Tony's back, even though the two wolves are simply cleaning each other. She overreacts and blurts out that Jessica's cheating on Tony. <laughs> she just creates a drama. I just can't. I can't. I can't it's, even with her. It's so dumb. Yes. It's hilarious. So this angers the pack of wolves and they chase her and she falls down a cliff, injured and covered in mud. Lumpy Space Princess finds her way into the crop field of the village. The villagers harvesting the crops mistake her for a monster and run away so lsp begins to eat the food in the field afterwards she dresses up like a monster to terrorize the villagers and eat their crops she is horrible she is the worst she is literally the worst so finn and jake tell her to to apologize to the villagers she tries to apologize to them but then she angers them by calling them fat 
and they try to kill her. Wow. So LSP asks the villagers why they couldn't get their parents to buy them more crops. So the villagers say that they are the parents who work hard to feed their children. And LSP comes to this realization that they care about their children just like her parents care. Oh my gosh. And they're worried about her. So then she gives the rest of the sandwiches to the villagers and realizes that she needs her parents. So she returns home. Back in Lumpy Space, Lumpy Space Mom and Lumpy Space Dad are delighted to have their daughter back home. The parents thank Finn and Jake, although they say that they really did not do no, much. No, they didn't really have to do anything. They just showed up in town and found her and brought her home. They're like, what the crap? Yeah. So, <laughs> nice, simple synopsis there. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on this one? So, I have questions. Did LSP move back home? Uh, what happened to that whole arc? Like, so she left because of an argument. Ugh, anyway. Yeah. And this was over 10 days. So the question is, all of the episodes that we've seen thus far only happened over a period of 10 days? Yeah. Finn and Jake have had a really busy 10 <sighs> days. No kidding. A lot's going on here. Yeah. I love how Lumpy Space is like totally the villain in this scenario. And she sees herself as a hero in the end. Totally. Totally. So funny. She is, in my notes, I bet she is literally the worst. <laughs> yeah. So she's like a spoiled rich kid. She is. Who has no idea how, like, the rest of the world works outside of, like, right. her kingdom. Their bubble. Yeah. 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 What did you think of this episode? I think it's hilarious. Yeah. This is a really funny episode. It's a classic LSP episode. Yeah. This is, I think, only the second LSP-centric episode. Since Slumber Party Panic? Um, said, uh, what was that one called? Trouble in Lumpy Space. Oh, that's the one. Yeah. And, that's the one I meant to say. And I loved hearing, so you know Pendleton Ward is the voice of LSP. Yeah. And this was his time to shine as her voice. Oh, totally. Doing the narration. Because he, he has like this inflection where he talks like this. Yeah. And ha hearing LSP kind of slow down and do monologues mm -hmm. is really funny to listen to. Well, okay. Oh my gosh. So wait, so LSP has run away, but she was... In the a previous episode where she was all a, part of the friend group to help with those cuties. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. It's hurting my brain. The, the timeline does not add up. Oh, I'm sure it doesn't. Oh, my goodness. I don't think they cared. I never have gone into the woods to find her to put that group together. No kidding. They knew where she camped out. Yeah. They saw her camping Get and eating beans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> creating drama. It's <laughs> so funny. Uh, was there anything you didn't like in this episode? Not at all. I think this is really funny, really goofy, and um, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like it more than the Lemon Grab episode? Ooh, I don't know. They're two very different episodes. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I think they're pretty much equal in their, in their own right. Hmm. What, what do you think? Um, I would say same. I think that they are very different. One is moving a story story forward, and one is like a breather. And I think that the lemon grab one is like moving a story story forward, so it's teaching or like going through something. Yeah, I think LSP is just an entertaining character, and I really, really think she's great and funny. I think that she crack like she just has. I don't even know. I don't even know. But I, I liked this episode a whole bunch, and I would watch it again also. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. I, I think I liked the Lemon Grab one a little more. Again, guys, I'm not a Lemon Grab fan. I just thought it was a entertaining episode and full of multiple layer of um, emotion. And this one was just an LSP episode yeah. that was kind of silly and dramatic, and it was just, I don't know. Yeah. 
It's like, all right, Karen. We get it, Karen. Yeah, this one was just a good time for the sake of being a good time. Yeah, and yeah. I have absolutely no problems with that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Matt, where is the snail? The snail is in the field when Lumpy Space Princess emerges from the windmill and gets called a monster. Snail Watch 2020. Um, Snail Watch 2020. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I totally just realized this episode is ultimately the movie Grizzly Man. Is it? Yeah, it's a documentary movie about a guy who really knows nothing about grizzlies uh-huh. going into Alaska to live among the grizzlies. What? And he creates this drama within the group, even though it's bears clearly just being bears. Yeah. So I wonder if this episode was inspired by that documentary. Hmm, maybe. I've never seen that. I should watch it with you. It's wild. Is it as wild as Wild Wild Country? Maybe a little more wild than Wild Wild Country, but not as wild as Tiger King. Oh, <laughs> Tiger King. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a Tiger King cake. Yes, please. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I don't know how yet, but I'm going to. And we're totally putting it on social media for you oh, guys. Y- yeah, y- you know we will. Absolutely. So there's no Phil face in this episode. Bummer. Matt, what was your favorite line? No, Jessica, don't cheat on Tony with me. <laughs> LSP. <laughs> <laughs> not my best LSP, but. Uh, I, okay, so you know what I liked about this this episode is I think this uh, that Adventure Time does a really good job of being very fluid with relationships and the defining of relationships and romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I think that's pretty cool. I think so, too. Yeah, normalizing and teaching us to be accepting of others yeah. and figuring out other people's point of views and things like that, so... I'm glad you have found some reason in this episode. Yeah. So what's your favorite line? If my parents could see me now, they would be jealous of how lumping awesome I am. LSP. Words to live by. Yep. I want that on a bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> my parents seem to be like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, hmm. <laughs> Do you want to give me an impression of character? Yes. Don't get all bad out of shape. I'm just being honest. Love it. Thank you. That's um, probably the best impression I've ever done. It is. That was really good. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So mine's going to be uh, a character that shows up for literally two seconds of the episode. It's a lumpy messenger. Okay. A message from my majesties. <laughs> oh, okay. Good job, Matt. Thank you. Good job. You know, it's been like a week since we watched this episode, and I don't remember that's what he sounds like. I just know <laughs> that he had a British accent. <laughs> I love that you put in your notes, British accent. British accent, so yeah. remember. I do that too, though, because otherwise I'm like, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> I barely remember this character. Yeah, that's funny. Hey, we got some uh, trivia. We do? Yeah. Let's read it. Okay. So Lumpy Space Dad and Lumpy Space Mom have new designs in this episode, mainly by having crowns on their head instead of just stars. And Lumpy Space Dad also has new glasses, and their body shape is changed. Cool. Yeah. They're still fused into one body, though, right? I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's really gross. Weird. That's body horror. Yeah. So this is the first episode that mainly focuses on LSP. Well, I guess that's true, because she was a main player in that last one. Uh-huh. But it was still a Finn and Jake adventure. Yeah. So despite the fact that LSP eats tree bark at one point... And she throws it up. It is various colors, which look similar to a rainbow. I wonder if that's just like her stomach acids are rainbow looking. Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. Science. Science. Do you think that if vomit was rainbow colored, people would think rainbows are gross? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, things that generally look like puke are Ugh. unattractive looking to us. I remember throwing up grape drink once. Yeah. Yeah, it was gross. Oh. <laughs> 
I don't want to talk about this anymore. No, let's not. Let's move on. Last piece of trivia. When LSP leaves the windmill to apologize to the villagers, the title card music plays. Hmm. Cool. And that's it for trivia on this one. Okay. So you want to hear what your prediction was for this episode based on its name? Yes. The monster? Yes, I do. (laughs) So... A large, hairy monster is creating havoc in the Candy Kingdom. As he disrupts the flow, he sheds, leaving hairballs all over the Candy Kingdom. So Finnegy collaborate with BMO to design and create a large yarn ball to distract the monster from its destructive path. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that had nothing to do with the episode. No, but I do think that sounds like a blast of an episode, and yeah. I would love to see that. So I'm giving that a plus, plus, plus. Whoa. That's your highest? A plus, plus, plus? Yeah, I think... I love that synopsis, and I want to see that episode happen. All right, I'll take it. And as far as how close it was, there is a supposed monster wreaking havoc, but in a small section of the Candy Kingdom. I'm going to give this a D+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> I really am still waiting for the rubric, but okay, thanks. No, 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 just, I'm, I am the professor here. <laughs> You'll have to trust in my process. Uh, okay, I, I will trust in thee. So, do you want to predict what our next episode is going to be about based on its name? Yeah. It's still. Hmm. Still. <laughs> still for 200, Bob? Um, so, Finn, Jake, and Bimo are stuck in a week-long game of freeze tag. They take turns being, quote, it, and find it challenging to keep up on adventuring when they keep getting tagged and having to stay frozen or staying still for long periods of time. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I really, I, I feel good about this one. Oh, that reminds me, we just saw a commercial for a new show coming that's like ultimate tag. Like, yeah. It's like extreme tag. Yeah, it's like they took like, um, um, what is that? American Gladiator? Yes. No, American, American Ninja yes. Warrior. Yeah, American Ninja Warrior and turned it into a tag game. Yeah, I'm. Honestly, thinking that sounds like an absolute blast. Yes, I, I totally want to watch it. I want to watch it. It sounds ridiculous. It does. Matt, guess what? What? We have some listener feedback. Listener feedback. Oh, yeah. You, you want to read it? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll read the first one. Yeah. So we actually got tons of listener feedback over the last couple of weeks, and we are so thrilled about that. Um, we, but we actually got enough that we're, we're kind of breaking it up between episodes so that we have some more to read next week. So we got a five-star review on Apple Podcasts by listener Lazuli Panda. And the title is Fire Princess and Finn Forever. And it says, thanks for making this podcast. It brightens my day. Yay! Yay, thank you so much. Your your review brightened our day. Yes, it totally did. We were so giddy when we read it. Totally. It was great. Okay. Um, a. Carter left a five-star review saying, wonderful podcast on a criminally under-podcasted show. Thank you, Matt and Amy, for being thoughtful adults that can see the merit in this fabulous show. I loved Adventure Time pretty much since it started. Watched it with my husband when we met, and now we watch it with our two daughters, age two and four. We do fast forward some of the Lich and Vampire King scenes because they are scary. It is truly a show for anybody at any age, and there aren't many podcasts on it. I assume because it's quite a gigantic undertaking, so I really hope you guys see it through. We totally will. And it says, I believe in you. So far, the episodes have um, been relatively shallow, but I can't wait to dig into later seasons where the world and storytelling expands and deepens. So if you're an Adventure Time-loving adult that can't get all your adult friends on board, I do try, and aren't getting the thought-provoking conversation from your four-year-old that you crave, give this podcast a listen. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Thank Absolutely you. Absolutely love that. It was so, oh, you're so kind, and we really appreciate the yeah, review. That's Thank awesome. you. So as far as like the the shallower episodes in the first few seasons, I do agree. And sometimes like I do wonder, I'm like, 
But how are we going to keep it fresh when a lot of the episodes have been just kind of like, it's like, oh, you know, Finn and Jake go on an adventure. It's, you know, more of the same. But luckily, lucky enough, the show is well-written enough and quirky enough that there's always some stuff to point mm-hmm. out. Wh- whether it's like a voice performance that we, lo- that we love. We still quote the the witch from the witch's garden. On like I'm a daily not basis. married. Yeah, and that's just like a, you know, random little episode from season one or two. There are a lot of layers to these shows. And um, I think there's like little nuggets through the majority of them. And so I do like, I really enjoy talking about them. And I, I just think it's... It's yeah. been really cool. And I do think I love that you watch like like you watch it with your husband and Matt and I watch it together. And um, we've said this multiple times, but like this is our thing that we do together. And it's Matt's happy show. And so, you know, it's it's pretty fun. And I can't wait till one day we we have kids that we can share it with them, too. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I also can't wait till we get to the meteor episodes to really deep dive into <laughs> the philosophy of Adventure Time, if you will. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. So that rounds out another episode of Adventure Time. Um, you... That's what you think. What? Yeah. No. You remember that little quiz that we took last week? I don't. I don't. I don't recall anything that you're you talking know, about. The one where you and our our lovely listener Brian both laughed at me because I ended up being the Ice King. What? <laughs> I, what is... I still feel like oh, it was rigged. I. I. Oh, I'm really tired. Well. I'm not going to give you that quiz, but oh. I did find another quiz. Oh, hmm. Yeah, just to mix it up. Okay, then. So, a I'll little see bonus. your quiz. Personality quiz. Which Adventure Time princess are you? Ooh. Are you Flame Princess? I love you, Space Princess. Are you Toast Princess or Princess Bubblegum? I hope I'm Hot Dog Princess because apparently that's your favorite one. <laughs> She's not my favorite. Her corral grosses me out. <laughs> she, she lives in filth. So, oh, be she's nice. Really nice. She's super nice. She is nice, Jeez. but she lives in filth. That was a little harsh, Matt. Gosh. Well, answer these questions to find out. So, what do you like to eat for breakfast? A bowl of cereal, mm. a big fry-up, a fancy croissant, or loads of toast? Bowl of cereal. I love me some... Well, I like marshmallow mateys, um, and I also like Fruit Loops. So either Ooh. one of those. Okay, okay. Yeah. What kind of clothes do you wear when you're not at school? <laughs> nice dresses, crowns, nope. you know, jeans and t-shirt. That one. Fancy dress, whatever's clean. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever's clean is really high up there, but I'm going to say jeans and t-shirt. Okay. Mm, yeah. So... <laughs> What's your idea of a perfect weekend? Mm. Hanging out in the park, barbecue and watching movies. Ooh. Cinema and burgers. Ooh. Just relaxing and hanging with my friends. Hmm. Cheeky Nandos. I don't know what Cheeky Nandos are. Me neither. I'm going to say option two. Okay, cinema and burgers. Yeah. Cool. What does the perfect milkshake taste of? Ooh. Four different types of chocolate and whipped cream. Ooh. Milk. Ugh. I'd prefer a cup of coffee. Sausage, fried egg, and beans. Nope. Oh, those are my options? Yeah. A. I thought so. Oh, <laughs> you struck me as a sausage, fried egg, and bean No, that's you. <laughs> What's your favorite type of animal? A dog? Dog. I've always wanted a chicken that stared into the distance. <laughs> a tiger or, or a cat? A cat. Yeah. Even though technically a tiger is a cat, but I'll go ahead and give it to Ooh. Which of these have you been using in the past week to see your friends? Skype, house party, WhatsApp, Zoom, FaceTime, Google Hangout, Netflix Party, none of these. Google Hangout. I feel like that's a data. (laughs) I kind of feel like it is too. But regardless, respect the process. (laughs) 
what kind of films do you watch? Drama, sci-fi, anything with explosions, cowboy films. I feel like none of these. Some anyway. Answer the question, please. <laughs> can I? Can you read them again? What kinds of films do you like to watch? Drama, sci-fi, anything with explosions and fire, or cowboy films? I don't know. TikTok. <laughs> TikTok, Mister. <laughs> Wick. Oh. Um, a, I guess. Drama? Yeah. I, I guess. It's either that or, or Westerns. I like Westerns. I'll do a Western. Do sure. Westerns. 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 Yep. That one. Cowboy flicks. Yeah, I like cowboy flicks. Um, It's not letting me change it, so we're going to drama. <laughs> <laughs> Committing. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite school subject? English, history, science, or cooking? Cooking. Yeah, cooking. What are your friends like? Very polite. A bit weird, but nice. Cool. Pranksters. A lot of them. B. Cool. C. Cool. Oh, what was B? A bit weird, but nice. Oh, it's that one. (laughs) B. That makes two of us. This week, I've mostly practiced my autograph, floated around not doing much, recorded some freestyle raps, or made some toast and watched telly. None of those things. <laughs> I think we've we've made toast and watched telly at some point. Okay, we'll do that one. Are you sure? No, sure. this is yours. No, go ahead. I, I did, That's the closest thing. All right, final question. Who is your favorite Adventure Time character? Finn the Human, Ugh. Jake the Dog, Marceline Abadir, or Martin Mertens? Finn. Awesome. You are Princess of Bubblegum. <sighs> <laughs> it's... Great. That is great. That is that is excellent. She's my favorite. Oh man. I remember the last week I was joking about how you you'll probably end up being some princess you don't like. But you know what? It makes sense because you're the Ice King and I'm Princess Bubblegum. Yeah. But well, I succeeded in courting. And 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 you love and, and Ice King loves Princess Bubblegum, so it makes sense. It makes sense. But she doesn't <laughs> love him. Does she? <laughs> No. But I love you. I love you. So, but the picture is a uh, 13-year-old Princess Bubblegum, so maybe you're the cool version of Ooh, her. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Well, both versions are cool. I but love it. You are very um <laughs> you are a very data-driven person? Yes, I'm an A-type personality. Yeah. You really like to get into your work? Yep. Yeah. And I also um really care about people and she really cares about the people of the community. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? There are some positives there. There are positives. There are more positives to being Princess Bubblegum than being the Ice King. That, <laughs> for instance. Yes, that is true. <laughs> so anyway, that was the quiz. Also, um, what's the website? Bino. The website's Bino. We would love it if listeners go on to Bino and take one of these Adventure Time quizzes and let us know what character you are or what princess you are. Yeah, it'd be really cool. Um, 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 we're not sponsored by Bino. We just found it. Yeah, we found it, and it's just fun quizzes. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. You can catch us on Facebook and Twitter at the handle at Oh My Glob Podcast. You can email us at ohmyglobpodcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail on the Anchor app at our podcast page. Or you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcast service you use. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. And please do. Yeah, we like it. And we'll read it on the air. Or this podcast won't be worth a hill of beans, I tell you. Well, that's a little dramatic, but okay. Sorry, I ran out of coffee. (laughs) 
All right, I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And we'll catch you on the flip. Catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.